everyone. Welcome back to episode 10 of A Couple of Creeps podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am joined by my co-host, unofficial co-host, Colin. Unofficial co-host, You said Colin. you're just going to make it official and maybe you'd rotate people in. Yeah. So my unofficial co-host, Colin, <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face because it's very apparent that he is thrilled to be here. I just, if I'm going to be here pretty much all the time, I, I think I deserve the respect to being made official. Okay, okay. Take it back. <laughs> My co-host, Colin. That's right. Let's all give him a round of applause. That's one of the buttons up there. I think that's the top right one. That's your left. <laughs> that's the one you got to let just run. <laughs> My bad. That's not really the whole keeping it creepy. Let's try this one. Nope. Bottom left. <laughs> Push it again or just keep going. Oh, God. There it is. You got to hold it. it. Is. You got to hold it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a few tries, but we got there. Hope you hope everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> but anyway, back to the matter at hand. This is episode 10, and before I get started, I hope everyone had a great holiday season and a fantastic start to the new year. I'm excited to see what 2023 has in store for us. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> oh, all of us. <laughs> hey, they don't, they don't know how many people are listening to this. I, I know. I'm just saying. But... I'm excited to see what the year has in store for us. And to start off the new year, I'm going to talk about Silent Hill. You ready? Yes, tell me. So I'm not talking about the game Silent Hill. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about the town that, that inspired, inspired it. it. Okay. Town Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yep, yep. A fading memory of a town is all that remains of Centralia, Pennsylvania. Centralia? Centralia. Okay. Its earth is hot to the touch as smoke billows past the surface and into the air, blotting out the sun. Gnarled streets and empty lots are strewn are strewn in graffiti, commemorating the bitter absence of all life. The dissolution, laden with sinkholes and trash, is the result of a coal vein set ablaze more than half a century ago. Beautiful neighborhoods are now a trampled playground for gawkers and would-be ghost hunters. Welcome to Silent Hill, Pennsylvania, a peculiar graffiti tag reads. Yep. I saw that. I'm like, well, I got to add that. I like that. Pennsylvania famously had a thriving coal mining industry throughout the late 1800s and early 1900s, as it was a cradle for some of the richest coal deposits in the world. I I wrote this word. I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce it right. Okay. Anthracite. 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 Anthracite, the purest form of coal, was abundant in the northwest end of the state, coined the coal region by locals. Centralia was one of many mining boom towns in the area, a small, friendly community where folks knew each other on a first-name basis, and locking the front door was merely a formality. Then in May 1962, an innocuous... Innocuous? Innocuous... An innocuous public service struck a match that eventually led to Centralia's ruin. 
The city council was planning to call the local landfill by way of a controlled burn to temper putrid stinks from spilling into the surrounding area. They wanted it done before Memorial Day ceremonies as, now remember the cemetery's name, as Oddfellow Cemetery was only a hop and a skip away from the landfill. Oddfellow, okay. Yeah, Oddfellow Cemetery. On the council's behest, a volunteer firefighting company set the area aflame. When most of the paper on the surface of the landfill was gone, the firemen poured water on it until they could no longer see flames. They left believing the fire was out. However, a sliver of it endured, smoldering through heaps of garbage and into old mine tunnels. There, minuscule sparks ignited a raging, a raging coal-fueled furnace. Be- blah, 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 blah. You got it. And stirring, oh my God! There, minuscule sparks ignited a raging coal-fueled furnace below Centralia. The ensuing years would prove harrowing for Centralians. No matter how much money the township threw at the underground fire, every effort to extinguish it was reduced to ash. Homes were rife with carbon monoxide, resulting in respiratory infections like chronic bronchitis. In 1979, the underground gasoline tanks at Coddington's gas station superheated to an alarming superheated to an alarming 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus. Yeah. Later in 1981, the ground below 12-year-old Tom, 12-year-old Todd Dombinsky suddenly caved in, nearly ending his life had a family member not been there to pull him out of the sinkhole. The dangers were mounting, forcing Congress to allocate $42 million for the relocation of residents. Yeah, they just basically gave up on the town. Yeah, they just said, you gotta go. <clears throat> it's a ghost town now. With most of its houses bulldozed, zip code eliminated and the entire population removed save for a few devout holdouts centralia has no more <laughs> i just like that the town's literally like it's being cooked from beneath and yeah. they're like I, my, my family's lived here for and when 200 I, years when i did the research on this mm-hmm. i think the zip code went away in like 2002 maybe a little later than that oh, okay but as of right now, only nine people live there. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they die, the houses become property of you know the government. The government, so they can get rid of them. Yeah. Um, the fire itself, though, burns to this day. Yep. Centralia's charred history was precisely what Roger Avery, who is an Academy Award-winning screenwriter, mm-hmm. needed for the screen a- adaptation of Silent Hill. Oddly, the infrastructure, like the roads and sidewalks, yeah. were left intact. All you see are remnants of a town that used to exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was right. In 2002, the U.S. I just got ahead of myself. Yeah. In 2002, the U.S. Post Office revoked Centralia zip code, and today an estimated 10 people are living there, down from its peak of 2,400 residents in, ni- in the 1940s. While the town doesn't technically exist, it is very much still a dark tourism destination for many people. Highway 61 had to be rerouted around the mine fire because the heat from the fire caused the ground to begin to collapse and the road to crack and follow. Walking around the town, you'll find monitoring, monitoring, monitoring boreholes and gas vents. 
all signs of the evil demon below. So now let's go back to Oddfellow Cemetery. Yeah. The Oddfellow Cemetery is located on the east side of Highway 61, adjacent to the landfill. The cemetery is open to the public as an unofficial tribute to a town that has tragically died. There's not much history in Centralia, Pennsylvania, aside from the coal fire. The cemetery has generations of inhabitants who made a working wage in the mines that ultimately killed ultimately killed the town. I apologize, guys. I had a party tonight, and there might be some alcohol in my system. <laughs> yeah, like, act like you're reading much worse than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am a fantastic reader. You're an excellent reader. It's just once you put some booze in me, <laughs> all the words kind of start to Come form. Come around a little bit thicker. Yeah. Um, old Highway 61 is pretty easy to miss the first time you visit. Park at the cemetery and you'll see a curve in the road and a, ga- and a grass berm. Walk around it and you're now on old Highway 61. The first thing you'll notice is graffiti everywhere. The place has turned into a haven for graffiti artists, taggers, and amateurs who like to spray paint penises everywhere. So, <laughs> wait. Just go just step over there. It's just, uh, there's a funeral home or a, a cemetery over here, a ghost town behind you, and just the old highway of dicks. Just full of penises. <laughs> a few hundred yards down the road and you'll begin to see surface cracks and maybe steam. Old Highway 61 is slowly collapsing from the intense heat of the underground mine, eroding the road underlayment and ultimately causing the stability of the land to begin to slump. Yeah. Throughout the years, government agencies have installed ventilation pipes to help monitor the progression of the mine fire. Those geniuses didn't realize that the same ventilation pipes used to monitor the fire's progression also provided oxygen to keep the fire raging. Yeah. Experts believe the fire under Centralia could burn for another 250 years before they exhaust the coal supply that fuels them. So the parallels between the villages of Centralia and Silent Hill are easily visible in the film. Right. Silent Hill is located in the coal region of West Virginia, just like Centralia was founded in a coal mining area in Pennsylvania. Yeah. In the town of Silent Hill, a thick blanket of fog and ash descend from the sky. While Centralia lacks falling ash, it certainly has plenty of fog, gases, and steam venting from the underground mine fire. The town of Silent Hill also has huge cracks and fissures in the road. Mm -hmm. These are found in Centralia too, especially along the abandoned section of Route 61. Finally, in the movie, it is eventually discovered that Silent Hill was abandoned 30 years before due to a coal seam fire. Right. This is exactly what caused Centralia, Pennsylvania to be evacuated. Though it lacks the demons, cults, and evil spirits, <laughs> Centralia has many of the other disturbing elements found in the film. In that sense, Centralia, Pennsylvania is the real-life Silent Hill. You need to adjust your drink. It's about to fall off your coaster. That would have been a shame. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> but... I would like to see that place. I um, when I was doing the research on it, obviously I saw a lot of pictures of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's devastating. Yeah, yeah, because that's what it's, I thought. It's something. It's horrible what happened and is what happening yeah. to that town. But as someone who has never 
I, I don't want to say he's never seen it, so it'd be cool to see. Right. It kind of would be. Yeah, there's like a morbid curiosity of yeah. like a true ghost town. Yeah. And you would imagine, you figure the fire started and you said the 60s? Yeah. So <clears throat> as it got worse, I doubt the town modernized much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure people slowly left. Like it says what the peak was 2,400 people in the 40s. Yeah. Like when I was. So it was already a decreasing population by the time the fire started. Yeah. Like when I was looking at all the pictures and stuff, there's just playgrounds. Like not to, you know, bring in games, but like The Last of Us, mm-hmm. when they're traveling across the country. Yeah, and you're seeing nature take back. Yeah, nature takes back. So like houses and, and it playgrounds just look like straight out of a, straight out of a horror film, for yeah. example, or a video game. Because it's just, life stopped. Yeah. It was just overnight that sinkhole opened under that little... That boy. That boy's room, Todd. And, you know, the government's finally like, okay, I guess we should get them out of here. Yeah, Because nothing we're doing is working. Yeah, it's not safe to be there anymore. Because you figure people are already continuously sick because their homes are just full of carbon monoxide. Yeah, and eventually that's going to kill somebody or multiple somebodies. Yeah. The government was just trying to save money. And if that gas station is getting... I mean, what if that gas station goes up? Yeah, 122 degrees are what those gas tanks were. Yeah. That's not great. You that, know? No. And I just, I, I you mentioned, I think, um, that basically like, it doesn't have, that town doesn't have a history beyond yeah. the thing that basically killed it. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know, it sounds like, I don't know, like oddly poetic in a way where like the yeah. thing that it's known for is... The thing that caused it to stop existing. You yeah. Know, this town's only famous because nobody lives there. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, okay, since I'm talking about the old cemetery and stuff, I wonder if there's like any ghost stories. I was going to say, yeah, you said there was ghost hunting and things like that there. But when like I was looking it up, everybody's like, it's not haunted. Yeah. It's just, it's a ghost town. Yeah. It's the kind, it's, yeah, exactly. It's the kind of town that would be like creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's visually creepy, but. Yeah. There's no... Because I think when I was reading, um, only a handful of miners died in the fire, which yeah. is awful. Right. But it's... It's surprising that it wasn't, wasn't a lot Yeah, more. it's it's not like, you know, one of the mine collapses that you yeah, hear about where, or... you know, 3,000 <clears throat> men are trapped and... Right. It was, it was just a handful, which, unfortunately, when it's a mining community, right. well, that that's happens. that's not uncommon. It's yeah. not uncommon for that type of job because it's, it's just a it's dangerous job. The, yeah. And they said outside of those, you just have, you know, the people that have grown old and, and died. Past, yeah. But they're like, yeah, it, it's not haunted. It's fun to do ghost tours. And just because of how creepy how the creepy town the itself is. is. Yeah. I think what would be creepy would be to run into one of the nine or ten people that still live there. Yeah. Because the government paid they paid to move you somewhere right, yeah. else. Now, whether or not you got to choose where you went or they right, just yeah. said, hey. We've got this, this housing is available. This housing is available. Your family's moving here. Yeah. Or figure something else out. Yeah. Or you're on your own. Yeah. But what caused those, you know, nine or ten people to go, I'm, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Well, I think it's a. I know I'm it's sure their there's home. like a generational thing as yeah. well of like. My family's lived here my whole life. I'm this, not, this is all I know. Yeah. No fun. And there's, there's like that good old mid Midwest American stubbornness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, my family's been here since the pilgrims, you know, I ain't yeah. leaving. I'm not, know? I'm not leaving. I'm going to die here. 
Yeah. As long as I'm here, my family's, you know, still here or whatever. And then they might be attached to people that are in the, are in the, yeah. the, um, cemetery. I can't want to say nursing home. <laughs> I'm like, no, not the nursing home. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, and there is apparently still a church in that town mm-hmm. that holds service every Sunday. All 10 of them. Yeah. And apparently it's just far enough outside of the main town that it's not truly, truly affected by right. the fire and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, oh my God. They're just trying to go about your normal. Yeah, they're trying like, to. Like, how do they get their goods? Yeah. You know what I mean? They have where, to, I would think where they would do have they to work? travel out of. Right. You know, they don't have a zip code. Where are you getting your mail? Yeah, you're not. Or you've got a P.O. box the next town over. Yeah. But like you said, yeah, I mean, you would have to, I don't know. Because it depends on like where it's located, if it's even close to yeah. another town, or is it relatively rural, and you're 30 minutes from the closest, Yeah. you know, next closest town. Yeah, you're driving 30, 45 minutes every day just to go to work. Or get your mail. Or get your mail, get groceries. Yeah. God, I hope and you never have... wake up with the flu. Right. Yeah, if you get sick or injured. Yeah. But I thought that was fascinating. And, I mean, the houses, people just are going in there and destroying things. Cause well, sure, yeah. They have roadblocks all around the town, like... Just where we live, you know, there's yeah. one way in, one way out. Yeah. So they've got roadblocks on all the exits. On all the exits, town. and um, as <clears> you're <throat> getting closer to the city limits, there's signs that say, you know, yeah, um, forbidden, turn back now. Yeah. But hazardous. Hazardous, whatever. but nobody, nobody listens, listens to that. Yeah. You Anything know, that's encouraging. Yeah, we were all teenagers once upon a time. If yeah. you're close enough to it, what's going to stop you from? From going taking a little pee because we've all heard about it. Right, let's go see it. Yeah, you know, I heard that. You know, if you yeah, go into this house, you're going to see. Yeah, yeah, we might run into one of the ten people that still live there. Right. Yeah. Go take your girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever mm-hmm. down there and get them all creeped out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I it was it was a lot of fun researching this town. Yeah. Just because, like I said, it's it's out of my norm. Mm-hmm. I. Because it's real. Right, yeah. It's not it's, it's not paranormal at all. It's yeah. a creepy thing. It's not lore. Yeah. It's it's something that really happened. And the director of Silent Hill for the, the movie. The movie. And a lot of people are trying to say that he based the games off of it too, which I don't see yes, Silent Hill is always creepy and foggy yeah. and pyramid heads popping out. Right. But when you look at the movie itself is nothing like the games. Not very. Not no. very. You have the similar characters. Some of the elements, yeah. Just like Pyramid Head. Right. You know, but if you're going to have Silent Hill anything, you have to have him in it. Does the first one have the quote-unquote sexy nurses? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, the first one, when she's walking through the hospital, the hospital they come out of like the side, yeah. the side room. Yeah, because, I mean, they're pretty like synonymous with Silent Hill. Yeah, it was basically like... Let's take all the visually distinct characters and features and, and throw them into the movie. Yeah. Um, first movie was like pretty semi-decent. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. The second one... Not good at all. Not good at all. 
I can't remember. What, I don't remember what that one was called. Was it like Return to Silent Hill or something like that? Yeah, I seriously do think it was just Return to Silent Hill. But they are making another Silent Hill movie. Yeah. And it's supposed to basically sound like it's going to ignore that one. Yeah. And just be a direct sequel to the to the first one. Yeah, because like um, you said, the first one wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah, all things considered. All things considered. And then you, you've you played the Silent Hill games. Yeah, especially Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Which is what a lot of the... <clears throat> a lot of like visually interesting characters like those nurses or pyramid head is from that second game. And from a serious, a story standpoint, the second game has a very like cinematic story. Yeah. Um, very creepy and creepy in like a psychological way, which is always appealing to me of like, yeah, you know, psychological horror is the kind of stuff that you think about like tomorrow. And yeah. Then, you know, two days after you watch the movie or played the game and you're like, oh, God, I can't stop thinking about that you know yeah yeah i we like scary movies and scary yeah. games you and i i watch you play scary games yeah you panic too bad to play I, them. yeah i panic too bad like if something's running at me with a chainsaw you just drop the controller i drop the controller <laughs> and i'm like con i need you i can't yeah, i can't i can't but i'll sit next to you on the couch all day yeah and watch you play it and get creeped out with you and silent hill 2 getting a full remake yeah the video game is so I'm excited to play that with you because you've never seen it. Mm-mm. I've only seen the snippets that you've shown me. Yeah. And then there's what two new Silent Hill games that they're if working not more. on. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. There was the what was it Silent Hill F? Yeah. The one in Japan. Yeah. And then. Is that the one where her face like yeah, kills like, off? Yeah, it's all. It's got like the tryptophobia. Yeah, and that really. <laughs> is it, isn't it tryptophobia or is it just tryptophobia? I don't remember what, the fear of like the porous the porous surfaces, yeah like the holes in the skin and all that yeah and that really makes my it, it doesn't yeah it doesn't I'm not like afraid of it but it does like kind of make you a little uncomfortable it or, makes like, my skin it. crawl but that's kind of like a, a mainstay of <clears throat> excuse me of Silent Hill is like the like I said just the visually you know very distinct very creepy yeah um which I, why I think like you know that town i could see why it becomes yeah because there is something about like and, and i think it's funny from like not to get more into like chris and i's topics but like from an it's an interesting thing to think about from a game design standpoint of uh, the first game was made foggy just to like make it creepy well no to like from a programming standpoint it's easier because you don't have to load a whole city oh that's true i, I didn't even think of that yeah visible through the fog right and that ends up being like the most visually memorable part not the most but you know what i mean like when you think silent yeah. hill you think fog yeah like you know i when i see it's a really foggy outside i picture yeah. silent hill yeah and then seeing a town in real life that is it's not fog it's smoke yeah but you know you're like yeah this town is a ghost town it's empty that's already creepy there's yeah. something about a place that feels familiar but is different which yeah. is kind of one of the mainstays of silent hill is it's the same same but different you know yeah i think any game or movie where they go into a town like that, and you can tell, yeah. like if you go into someone's house and you can tell that they left in a hurry, mm-hmm. like there's still, you know, dinner on the table, or you know, half-washed dishes in the sink. Right. That's what really gets me because it's like what they left in a hurry, or they they died in a hurry. Yeah, you know? it's like what happened mm-hmm. that made them just stop. Yeah, that's why I'm excited. You you kind of brought it up for like the Last of Us show on HBO is like either again it's that idea of just like yeah. abandoned places you yeah. know and the people that made the last of us the games took a lot of liberty or a lot of um responsibility i guess like took it seriously to research what happens when 
Yeah. You know, when when you have a place that humans were keeping nature back. Yeah. And then humans stopped taking care of it. Like, I can't think of the island off of New York where they were treating all the typhoid patients. Oh. Wasn't it typhoid? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And now it's abandoned, right? Yeah. And so there's there's a hospital and multiple facilities on this island that the nature has grown back into, you know. Yeah. And so you've got trees growing out of buildings, you know. Ooh, and how quickly that'd be so creepy. How, how, how quickly I mean it, it happens fast. Yeah. Um how quickly nature just will break down concrete and yeah. start to grow back. We're actively I mean, there's a lot of infrastructure and like you know, that's part of like the Department of Transportation or whoever, right? Department of Agriculture. Yeah working on keeping nature from taking you back so I mean, I mean, it doesn't just, take long just think about you know in the summer you could mow the grass on sunday right and you'll have to mow again by wednesday yeah just and you know if somebody's not actively walking or you know even just driving on the road repaving very so often you know you get a crack in the road and some grass starts to grow up if nobody's doing anything even passively like walking or driving over it eventually that's going to grow and take over the road and yeah dirt and stuff settles and the grass grows across the road yeah now you've got like, I think of actually, uh, what's the movie? I Am Legend. Yeah. Where there's wildlife just in Manhattan, you know? Yeah. And it does. It happens fast. And I like that idea of seeing something that's supposed to be human and it's just nature's taking it back. Yeah. I feel like going into that town, you would feel like you were walking into like an apocalypse movie yeah. almost. Yeah, where it feels like the world's ended. The world's ended and, you know, this town... It's supposed to have people and it doesn't. Yeah. And then you've got the smoke and the heat and it's uncomfortable. And I'm sure depending Imagine on... how hot that town has to be right. all the time. Well, and, and 10 people aren't, you know, I talk about like people actively keeping nature back. 10 people, 10 aren't... people aren't doing that. No. You know, there's probably large sections of that town that are reclaimed, basically. They're probably using all their time to make sure their house doesn't fall apart uh -huh. from the heat and all the steam. Yeah, and general wear and tear. Yeah. And the fact that... You don't have a community taking care of itself. Right. So. You know, if there's 10 of you, you'd better hope one of those 10 people is, you know, I, I've got a guy, right? You know, yeah. the guy, right? Yeah. You know, something's broken and I don't know how to fix it. And you can't call the. The plumber or the. the right, yeah. You can't go to the local hardware store people knows how to do it. and ask, you know, hey, this broke. I'm not sure how to fix it. Yeah. <clears throat> Another one that's like that makes me think of like the people that live near Chernobyl. Yeah. You know. Where it's like, oh, you know, first of all, you start running into like radiation and stuff and what that does say, to somebody. I don't think you've got like fallout like mutants, obviously. I was but gonna say I was picturing more was along that the, the Chernobyl lines Diaries? of was that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that had like Jess, uh, Jesse McCartney or something Could in it? But I was thinking more along the lines of uh, not Hills Have Eyes, but like Wrong Turn, like those types of um, the Descent. Yeah. Yeah, those types of mutants. Yeah. Not that I think that's what's rocking in Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. shout out to the Ukrainians. Shout out to the Ukrainians. You've got some mutants rocking in, Ch in Chernobyl. Chernobyl. No, but I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But those people are are also brave to live that right, yeah. close to somewhere like that. You know, again, there's no infrastructure there. We're not actively trying to make that place habitable yeah. you know what i mean it's it's what is it like another something to be like at least a hundred some years say a hundred and something years before anybody could live there again even sort of yeah because they go and check the radiation well, yeah, fairly off to. to make sure it's not spreading yeah but yeah chernobyl is another creepy 
Yeah. Creepy place. Because, again, it's an abandoned. Yeah. You know what I think it's called? Pripyat is the the city near there. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, I mean, it's all abandoned. Yeah. But. But that that's all I had for you. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was a fun topic. I thought it'd be something you'd enjoy. Yeah, because it's, it's real life. It's tangible, and it relates back to my video game that I like. Mm-hmm. I and I I had a lot of fun researching it. Like I said, just because it was it's a little bit outside your it's a little bit outside my box and looking at the pictures of it and yeah. everything, I was like, oh my! I couldn't, I could not imagine. Yeah. That if just your town all of a sudden is an uninhabitable because yeah. of a fire. Yeah. Underneath the city, you know. Not that we live in a big town. There's like <laughs> thirty thousand people. Yeah. That live here, but if 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 that. But, I, it's, I think it's more like 12. But just imagine all of us just ha- gone. leaving. Yeah. And just like having to be in a hurry, like the government comes in and goes, you guys okay, gotta leave. you yeah. have eight hours to gather what you need. We gotta leave. And to get here <clears throat> and get on these buses and they're getting out of here and you're not coming back. Yeah. That'd be hard to. Just up and leave. Up and leave. You know, what do you take of your life and your memories? Because you're not coming back. Yeah, especially if your house has a lot of sentimental value to it as far as like, this is the house I was raised in and I'm raising my kids there. Yeah. You know, and and now I have to just leave it. Yeah. And I wonder if they, I hope they got to take their pets. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how they transported them, but I'm like, I ain't leaving my fucking dogs. Yeah. Wherever I go, my chonk goes. (laughs) I am your husband. You will not refer to me <laughs> as your chonk. <laughs> my chonk is my very chonky Yorkie named Archibald. So he's thick. I'm a thick boy, but I love him dearly. And wherever I go, he goes. And I got some other puppers tagging along, but he's my hemorrhoid. Yeah. I'd put him and Ray, the other Yorkie, in like one of those clear backpacks. And we have. <laughs> I like that you're strategizing. I am. I am. For this fake I'm thinking. Scenario. I don't live in a coal mining community, but I'm thinking if something like this happens. So I got I got to get somewhere and buy one of those clear backpacks. Why has it got to be clear? So I can see them. You have to put towels in there so they're nice and warm and comfy. Why are they living in the backpack? <laughs> well, I don't know if we're going on foot or in car. <laughs> You're getting too into the weeds on this thing. You would take the dogs with you. Yeah. So you, just, you would take the dogs with you. I'm carrying two of them. Our big newfie, you're going to have to walk. I'll just ride her side saddle. Because <laughs> you're a dainty little lass. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, girl. Yeah. Get on there. But that's all I got before I... Alcohol. Yeah, before you get caught on another tangent. Yeah, before I get a, alcohol does crazy things to me. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Says Miller Light. Yeah. But like I said at the beginning, I hope you guys had a fantastic new year. And I there's so many topics I want to talk to you guys about. And if you want to reach out to me, I now have a Facebook and an Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple of creeps. And I think your Instagram is a couple O creeps. Couple O creeps. Yeah. Okay, so my Instagram is a couple O creeps, and then my Facebook is just a couple of creeps. Yeah. And as always, you can email me at the letter A, couple O creeps at gmail.com and email me your stories, your thoughts, questions, recommendations. Recommendations. I'm, I want to hear them. 
Give them to me. Oh. <laughs> I don't like that you got wide-eyed and looked at me when you went, give them to me. Give me your recommendations. But (laughs) as always, I hope you guys have a fantastic week, and I will see you next Sunday. Stay creepy, my friends. Say bye, Colin. Bye.